All right, fam. We are back by popular demand. Um, this is our second podcast. We'll see how it goes. The first one was pretty fun, and thanks for all the positive words, positive messages, text messages, DMs, email. And then we all know how much I hate cleaning, and I actually <laughs> did some cleaning yesterday when you took your nap. That's how bored I was, is I actually took the initiative to clean. Yeah. Well, you, you tried uh, something different today. Tell about the fan about what you made. <laughs> so I've been craving banana pudding since Friday. Well, well, well tell them uh, the story about the world-famous banana pudding. Okay, the world-famous banana pudding come from comes from Mrs. Maciel Concha. <laughs> um, it's so good. I don't think I'd ever tried banana pudding before, and I think... One time when we were in Die Ball, she made it for me, um, and it was so good. And then I remember even another weekend when we went, and <laughs> she had made it, and I kind of went and dug in a spoon first, and everybody was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember she made it. Yeah, that's right. And you like snuck a whole cup full, and then I think Adam or someone went to the fridge. There, Everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's time to eat banana pudding. And then Adam went to the fridge to go get it, and he was like, what the hell? Someone already took a big old scoop of it. <laughs> like to think your mom makes that stuff for me though, no she so. does 100 percent. she'll text me i mean even early on she'll be like oh what do i what do i make as a dessert for lily or blah 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 and i'm like for lily what about me <laughs> it's because she knows i'll eat it i'm like you and i have been i usually try to eat my mom's yeah. i don't eat it all the time though you're right but i think a lot of a lot of people tried it at the wedding also so uh, your mom freaking made out about the it. banana pudding at the wedding some brownies chocolate covered strawberries and, and my aunts people, made dessert too yeah people love the banana pudding so it is definitely world famous yeah we yeah that thinking about all the food and drinks and alcohol and more food that we have at the wedding and desserts. I was like, damn, that was a... Oh, I, I thought it was too much, but everyone just tore it up. Yeah, we didn't have anything left over. Nothing we had a few desserts, left. like a few conchas left over, but not everything a little bit, A few conchas, sure. like a pizza box, <laughs> and like that's it, you know? Oh, we have a shit ton of liquor, though, here, fam. Yeah. A ton of liquor here. We have like 20 bottles here. Yeah, if anybody in the Dallas area wants some free... <laughs> Tequila, vodka, whiskey, we have everything here. Just knock on our door. We'll, or call us before, we'll leave it on the porch so we can keep our distance. Well, it's funny. I feel like some people would would wish to be quarantined with all this alcohol. And we're like the people that don't drink at all. So. You did make me. So, I mean, I drink every now and then a drink or two. Yeah, yeah I drink every um, now and then. So, not... like yesterday, uh, Lando made me this really, it was delicious. It was frozen mango, frozen strawberry. Um, with some juice, a little bit of ice um, mixed in a blender. It was really, really good. And then I put some atrechas on the rim. Ooh, delicious. I might have to have another one. But no, today's banana pudding day. So maybe we'll save it for another day. But <laughs> anyways, back to my banana pudding. So I've been craving it since Friday. And um, I mean, when I get my cravings, I'm like a pregnant woman. I get my cravings. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> You should have seen the look I just <laughs> Definitely not pregnant, y'all. Okay, disclaimer. But I feel like if I were pregnant, this is what a pregnant woman would feel like yeah, in my true. cravings. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so I've been craving it since Friday, and I asked Lando, can we please get some? Can we please get some? Can we please get some? And we've been trying to avoid me going at least 
I don't want to go to the grocery store. Well, I told store. you, I said, when I go... When I, I know, but you said, when I go to the grocery store next, I've been craving this since Friday, sir. Friday. <laughs> I can't wait. Well, to I wasn't going to just casually go... To, it's not like it used to be where you can just casually go to the grocery store. I'm like, when I go to the grocery store, I strap on my, my boots and my bulletproof, and I'm like, I got to get in here and get out. But yeah, no, I was craving it so bad. He was, he said, he told me today, he's like, I'll go, um, I'll get your ingredients next time I go to the grocery store. And I was like, absolutely not. That's not going to work. So I strapped on my boots, <laughs> <laughs> my Clorox wipes and my hand sanitizer. And I walked my way in through Tom Thumb real quick in and out, got my ingredients. Um, but look at this Tom Thumb down the street. It's pretty chill. It's very chill. There was hardly anybody there. Everybody was walking around with face masks. I was the only one without one, but I was just, I kept my distance six feet away. If I saw someone coming at me, I literally would stop my cart to kind of figure out what direction they were going to go. And then I'd be like, okay, it's safe. I would go around. Yeah. Um, and then I had like my little Clorox wipes. Um, I was, I mean, it, I was literally using my Clorox wipe almost as a glove, trying to pick things up off the counter and, um, you know, keep the little cart clean and everything. Um, but it was so, well, it's going to be worth it as soon as I tried it. That banana pudding after it's, this. It's it's um, it's cooling down right now, or it's getting to the, the fridge, right yeah. texture. Yeah. It's in the fridge, but yeah, we as soon as we I got home, I let the the Cool Whip thaw out, and then we Facetime uh, Lando's mom, and she walked me through how to make it. It's super easy. Yeah, it wasn't as hard as I thought, yeah, but was, but you know what's yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it was definitely not as hard yeah. as I thought it was gonna be. You know the thing with the thing with like any type of baking or cooking is that. People don't want to try it because if it doesn't come out good, they're gonna, they're not, they're gonna like be disappointed, you know. And with cooking or baking anything, I can write down like all the stuff that I cook. I can write down exactly how I do it for how many minutes and all the ingredients, and it's still gonna come out different. I mean, that's just the way it is, you know. So yeah. it, it'll be you know your own little twist on it. And if you make it more often, you can figure out different things to add, like. Oh, add more bananas or less Cool Whip or blah, blah, blah. And eventually it'll be your banana pudding recipe that you will pass down to the generations. Yeah, I know. But then at the same time, it just... I agree. It just never comes out as good as the other person. <sighs> like, every single time you make that, like, chicken and rice and veggie, like, stir-fry thing. Yeah. I freaking burn mine today. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so it never comes out as good. So then when I... It doesn't come out as good. You're just like, oh. And as yeah. it is, I don't even like cooking or baking. I don't even like being in the kitchen anyway. Mm. So then. Mm. So that new badass kitchen you're getting is really what I'm getting. I mean, we all know it's <laughs> for the most part yours, but. I'm super excited about the new kitchen. Oh, yeah. We got the foundation down. And if you want to check Facebook or Insta, I'm twirling on our foundation. So I'm super excited. And we walked, we walked the whole foundation and we were thinking, how is our entire house going to fit on this little piece of concrete? Small slab. But yeah. it's going to work, I guess. I mean, it has to work, obviously. It's just, it's just, it's hard to get a real depth perception when it's just a piece of rock. Yeah. And we're super duper excited. So. Luckily, yeah. hey, those workers out there, we've gone out there at nighttime. We've gone out there in the rain. And those workers out there are just at it, man. So much respect to them and. You know, they're out here working hard to provide for their families, and I'm thankful. I, I told you once all this stuff, all this corona stuff clears up and we can actually be out there while they're out there, I want to go, like, take them some food or some beer or some <laughs> go out there. I'll take the grill out there and cook for them. I don't know. I just want to go be, tell them I appreciate them, man. No, for sure. 
I think, I mean, I think really the biggest thing like, these past few weeks, like we were talking about earlier, there's been lots of feeling of sadness and mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. anxiousness, feeling of it's confusing. what the an unknown almost, mm, you know, like yeah, you don't know what's going to happen next. Or you, I mean, we're huge planners. So, oh God, terrible planners. Yeah. So whenever, you know, I, I get in these down dark moments where I feel really sad and overwhelmed, I always have to kind of come back and just remind myself like how blessed we are and how, you know, we should be thankful for what we have right now. And there should be no reason, you know, why I'm sad or, you know, frustrated. So it's been, I, I mean, this whole experience, I think for everybody has been absolutely eye opening. So I think really in just the greater, you know, of everything, I just have to always remind myself that we have to stay positive. I mean, things could be worse. We've been asked to sit on the couch <laughs> and just chill and, you know, do our part. So we're, we're trying our best to do that and trying not to go out. I mean, we really don't go out unless it's the grocery store or the empty slab <laughs> of a foundation. Yeah, we just we drive by right it. Now. Yeah. Today we got off, but usually we just drive by and look out the window and just drive off. I mean, yeah. But yeah, I agree. I mean, staying positive in these times, it's like you said, all we have to do is just stay home. What's when you think about it? Yeah, it's kind of annoying, but you have to think that everyone else had plans too, not just yourself, like not to us and to everyone else. You know, you probably had a trip plan. We were supposed to be in Switzerland. Hey, everyone had some type of trip plan, whether that be across the country, across the state, to their grandma's house, whatever, you know. So everyone's canceling trips, canceling. You know, you feel bad for all the seniors in high school and, and college, especially, you know, they're missing. They worked their entire lives for this graduation and it's just canceled. Yeah, and I can't even imagine. I was, we were so excited for our graduation. Yeah, I mean, big moment super, super um, sad for them and sad for people that had weddings going on or other special events. But, you know, it's it's unfortunate. But you have to understand the, the health situation right now. It's just It's just not safe and... You have to do your part to stay home and just be thankful that hopefully if you're not sick and hopefully if you're still working, man, you are in a way better place than a lot of people, you know. So I just hope that everyone can get through this in one piece and just, you know, we're going to have to help each other out, especially once everything hopefully goes back to normal. Or once all this is done, it's not just going to immediately go back to normal. It's going to take a long time to get everything up and running again. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a, a ship, you know. You can't just cut corners left and right it takes a long time to turn this thing around ah, great analogy <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah no i mean like i said it's i know it's easier for some people than others yeah. you know there's some people who struggle severely with you know mental illnesses depression severe anxiety you know and obviously being cooped up inside is not helping and you know them at all but you know i think just Finding different ways to motivate each other, um, you know, help each other. And again, I think I mentioned earlier, I feel like you've helped me through a lot of it when I do get my anxiety, kind of help helping me and talking me through it or let's go for a walk or as much as I don't want to go into the kitchen, come help me, <laughs> you know, 
cut something up or, yeah. you know, things like that. It obviously isn't good to sit on the couch for too long. Yeah, it messes with your head, like you mentioned earlier. It's just like, whoa, I've been sitting here for three hours now. Should I get up and do something? And like you said, we'll just go for a walk with the dogs or, you know, today I built that little um, oh, yeah, weight tree thing. Yeah, tell everybody what you did today. Yeah, I just, I saw this picture on, on Instagram of this little um, plate, um, gym weight storage rack. And I was thinking, man, I could make that. And I, I went to Home Depot early this morning. Um, it was just for me, every time I go to any store, it's early, like 7 a.m. early. And so it was literally just us and the workers, or me and the workers in there. You know, it wasn't crowded or anything. I went in, just grabbed a couple of parts, came home, and just drew something up on a piece of paper, just sketched it out in my mind. So for me, growing up, my dad was always hands-on. He fixed everything himself. He built everything himself. He's just always been a hands-on type of guy. And, you know, when I was younger, he would always want me to be with him so he can show me how to do this and that. And as a kid, I was annoyed, you know, or not annoyed, but I, I just would rather be playing video games or something dumb, you know. But I would be out there with him, and I'd appreciate the time with him. I always love spending time with my dad. And now, as I'm older, I think back of all those times that we interacted like that, and I'm like, wow, I'm so thankful for everything that he showed me so just you know little skills like that I, he, he let me borrow a saw and I came home and I had the wood so I cut up the pieces I drew it out I designed it and put it together and now yeah I have a little mini weight tree and <laughs> honestly when I went out there babe I thought it was going to take me like 30 minutes and I was out there for you was out there for a long two time. and a half hours maybe. I watched like four episodes of All-American while <laughs> you were out there Apparently, that's another show that people are getting on all American. Netflix. It's really good so far. I'm through the first few episodes, so I've enjoyed it. It's uh, got a good story. Yeah, but just being, being uh, that made me feel very accomplished today, just because I haven't done something like that in a long time, and I was like, wow, man, I, I feel good. I, I did that. I had been saying in my mind that I've been wanting to do that for a long time, and a lot of times, whenever you're going to motivate yourself to start something new, it's just taking that first step. You know, just once you're in the water, you you know, you'll find your way. It's just getting getting the courage to jump off the boat, you know. It's, it's like the same thing as getting up in the morning. Once you're up, you know, you're not going to walk two steps and fall back down on the floor and go back to sleep, you know. It's just the hardest part is just getting up and getting on it and just getting started on something. Yeah. I realize that, like, if I don't work out first thing in the morning. That happened to me today. It, I won't do it. Um, so yesterday, for example, I mean, we did not do shit yesterday and I still did not work out. It's insane, but it's because I just, as soon as I woke up, we ended up watching, um, we started watching TV on, in, in the bed, in the bedroom. Um, so then that was like two hours of straight (laughs) (laughs) And so finally, by the time we got out of bed. It was like noon when you got out of bed. Yeah, it was probably around noon. I was like, I'm still super lazy right now i don't feel like doing anything so i mean and then i was like okay maybe i'll work out in the afternoon that didn't happen next thing you know it's like nine o'clock at night and i'm like what the heck did i do today so yeah. this morning as soon as i woke up i you know changed into my workout clothes i went straight into the garage did my workout you're good um and then i feel like i've been semi-productive today i mean i made the banana yeah. pudding so. yeah no you, you did and we went we went out we walked the dogs a couple of times and went out to the lot and stuff so it's like i was telling you the other day even though we're going to be home all day just having a little bit of structure like i'm going to watch you know a couple episodes of netflix and then i'm going to pause and then i'm going to do this or that you know i 
I got a book here that I ordered that I started reading too. So I, I want to tell myself, hey, read at least a chapter a day on that. Just little things just to break it up, you know, not that way you're not sitting down doing the same thing all day because you don't realize how mentally tough that is on you. And that's why you're like, wow, I haven't been doing anything all day, but I'm still so tired. It's just because you're just kind of just drained from the one thing that you've been doing all day, you know? Yeah. Which, like, speaking of, like, mental toughness, I've been kind of thinking about it right now, too. And it's just like, you know, if I'm in it, I'm in it. And I'm mentally tough. I work hard. I'm, you know, motivated. I feel good. I mean, growing up playing sports all through high school, I was super competitive. I always wanted to win. You know, I graduated top 10 in my class. I wanted to be the, the best and, mm. you know, and I, I feel like obviously I still have that now. Um, and especially when it comes to work and, you know, my professional life and, you know, things like that. I'm still super motivated. I still want to do well. And I mean, I feel like I moved up fairly quickly at my company and, you know, there's a lot of mental toughness in that. But then I feel like if I'm not always in that that sometimes the mental toughness can disappear and I I can feel either unmotivated or overwhelmed or maybe not good enough sometimes which can be a little bit frustrating but again I think what helps me a lot is you and just kind of reminding me that I am good enough I am you know especially like sometimes those silly questions that I ask you sometimes on you know, uh, what would you say about me type of thing. And I think the question that always comes up, and it kind of surprises me, is like, um, if I could be famous for anything, um, what would it be? And every single time you tell me I would be like the CEO or the president of a company, mm -hmm. and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, wow. You know, mm -hmm. so, I mean, I can see why you say that, because at work, you know, I work my ass off, and I want to be the best, and I want to be the best not just for myself, but for everybody else at work too. So I just, I wish I could be more consistent um, in that, in my professional life and in my home life. Yeah. But it's like you were saying the other day, it's it's hard to, you know, go through all this at work. I mean, think about that as like a mental workout. You know, when you get home, you're not, you're not really as able to go through all that all over again, be this professional, strong person at home. But that's okay because... At home, you're allowed to be more vulnerable, especially with me or, you know, with your people that you're close with, you know, and that's where you got to work together to fill in the gaps. You know, whenever I'm going through something tough or struggling through something, I always feel like you're there to fill in the gaps. And that way, that's why I try to do that for you, too, you know, because I think, you you know, we both said it a lot that we we pretty we have bad anxiety like people that know us probably has had like interactions where they're like, what is I mean, I've had people tell me straight up like what's wrong with you, you know, but, but anyways, I, I feel like you and I get anxiety at the exact opposite times. When you are super anxious about something, I'm extremely calm and I'm trying to calm you down and I'm like, why are you anxious? But then also too, when I'm freaking out about something, you're like, oh, you know, calm down. It's going to be okay. Relax, relax. And man, it's, it's just like, <laughs> just yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you have to be there for each other like that. And you got to know, you can't expect with any type of relationship, whether it be, you know, like your partner or a family member, it's not going to always be good all the time. Yeah. And, you know, when you see someone that's struggling that you really love, you have to be there for them and say, you know, it's not going to be bad forever and help them get through that. So just a little interactions like that. 
But yeah, you you yeah, that's a that's a good point. I, you say that if if I if I had to pick what you're going to be famous for, it's being like some type of you know leader, woman leader, empowerment lady at some you know cool company. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I could see you like giving speeches and stuff. And we're obviously young in our careers. You know, we're both under thirty, so. I still feel very, even though I feel pretty accomplished in what we've done since graduating six years ago now. Which is seven been, years. Seven years? Seven years. Oh, seven years. Yeah, seven years this year. Holy cow. I mean, time has flown, but I, I tell you all the time, every time I, you know, get a promotion or get a little bump or something, it's like, wow, you know, I, I did it, I made it, and now I'm like, okay, what's next? I, I th- This is next. This is next. And I'm always... Always something next. We're never satisfied. Yeah, but actually, just to take it back to what you were saying the other day, you know, we're very lucky with what we have and what we're the situation we're in, and I think a lot of people that we know too are also lucky. If you're complaining about just being home and you know drinking your margaritas on the couch, you don't have it that bad. You know, there's people that are actually sick right now, or you know all the all the healthcare workers out there. Man, I I I've always had a high appreciation from them, but now more than ever, it's like. We're at war with some disease that we can't see, and they're out there on the front lines. And what would we do without them? What if, I'm sure they want to stay home, too. They want to be home on their little couch watching Netflix all day. But they're the exact opposite of us. They are on the front lines exposing. You know, you, you, we say how we're anxious about just going to the grocery store and coming home. Well, they are 100% around six people for sick people for nine ten hours a day and it's just that's and then they have their families they have to come home to too probably or their pets or their loved ones and it's like our man it's i just so much appreciation for all the people that are helping right now and not just healthcare workers grocery workers you know food restaurant workers like they are all essential and they are all deserving of all the money yeah no i agree i mean it's it's a tough job, and I definitely appreciate them for it. Definitely not something I would be super excited to do right now. So just imagine how they're feeling. Yeah. I mean, we're both in lines of work where we haven't been – well, we've both been affected, but not to a way where we're not working. It's almost made our work crazier just because of a lot of changes that are going on, and especially with the working from home thing, especially for your company, you know, mine – it's somewhat. It was already somewhat of a custom, a custom to the culture to work from home, and now that everyone's working from home, it's still a big adjustment. But I think just with you particularly, it's just your your job is so hands on, personal, one on one interactions, and mine is that at some points. But a lot of it is just, hey, put me in a corner of the room, and I have to get this stuff done, and I can sit there for four or five hours without talking to anyone. You know? Yeah, no, that was a huge adjustment. I mean, there. We went from a company who says it's impossible to work from home and in a matter of a few days they sent, you know, thousands and thousands of people. That's going to be huge. So it was, I mean, it was crazy. Um, You know, it happened. And again, I'm grateful that I work for a company that, you know, put their associates and employees in that, that is able to put their associates and employees in that position and let us go home and, we figured out a way to do it, um, you know, but I think now we're all trying to adjust um, virtually and remotely and, you know, <laughs> I'm getting to a point right now and I tell my team all the time, it's like, I am so sorry if I'm micromanaging, like I do not mean to, I'm not a micromanager, I do not, I don't like being micromanaged, so I'm not going to micromanage someone else, 
but when you're remote, you know, how do you, and I'm so used to just going up to someone and saying, Hey, you know, how's, what's the status of this project? Or how are you doing with this or that? And then now it's like, I can't talk to you in person. I can't see you in person. I have to do it all, you know, via IM or I have to call you to get it done. And it's hard. It's, you know, everything takes longer now, I feel like. Um, Friday night, I was logged in until 1030 at night. Now, granted, I do have like a different schedule, but I was logged in late, you know, and it's just, uh, but I had to get it done. And it's just something that, you know, I was like, let me just do it now. Let me stay up late. That way I don't have to do it this weekend. Um, but no, it's been different. I think obviously it adds a little bit to the anxiety and stress that we're going through right now. But again, again, think back and I'm like, I, it could be you know, on the front lines, like you said. So obviously my job and my stress is nothing compared to what others are going through right now. Yeah. It's funny that you say that you told your um, coworkers that you don't want to be micromanaging me because my boss told me the exact same thing the other day. She set up, we, she set up one-on-ones uh, a few times throughout the week and she told me the same thing. She's like, I don't want you to think that I'm micromanaging you. It's more just me checking up if you need anything from me and blah, blah, blah. And her letting me know that that was the point, I'm like, yeah, okay, I understand. You know, I don't feel like you're micromanaging me because she was never that way in the first place. It's just now it's just very different because we would obviously interact, you know, almost daily. And now I haven't seen her in a, in a month going to see her five times. I mean, when you think about it, fam, the people that you work with, especially if you work with in an office, you see and interact them and you see and interact with them more than you do your own family. I don't spend nine hours a day with, Eric or Adam or my parents or whomever or you, you know it's just that you interact with so you have to get to know them you have to build a relationship and you have to be good and you know it sucks when you have coworkers that you don't really get along with because hey you don't got a choice you're stuck with them so you just gotta do your best to be positive because negative energy brings about more negative energy and but I think that kind of goes into just communication too mm -hmm. and you know communication in the office was important but now communication remotely is oh extra. way more i try to be more um uh available i mean obviously i always made myself available but now more than ever you're right yeah but i don't know and then that kind of goes into like i think just communication not just at work but at home um you know whenever we're talking to each other uh, whenever, again, you see that I'm not in the best place. Um, I think just having the, um, what's it called? Not common sense, but the, um, whatever you can tell, like having the understanding, no the sense is a word for it. Yes. Emotional intelligence. Oh, wow. I know, really random. Wow. <laughs> I learned okay. it at work. Okay. I went to a training for it. <laughs> oh, wow. We're getting tall technical over here. Let me but sit up. But having the emotional intelligence to kind of notice that, okay, there's something wrong, right? Or, okay, I need to step in right now. I, I need to ask questions and make sure that, you know, I can either comfort me or maybe if you're trying to comfort me and... I'm not wanting to talk right now. Okay, maybe giving some space and things like that. But I think we do a really good job of understanding each other's feelings and emotions um, and, you know, communicating through that. And I don't think we were always the best at it. No way. No. Yeah, for sure. But I think in the last seven and a half years that we've known each other, obviously the first few years were definitely rough. Mm. Um, you know, and, but it's so funny because it's like you see all these memes of like divorce, you know, attorneys getting ready for marriage. <laughs> I sent you that one. Yeah, you sent me that one. <laughs> but 
but it's funny though because like we actually this is fun for us like we enjoy kind of you know we we don't necessarily annoy there's sometimes that obviously he annoys the crap out of me like i walk into the kitchen and there's freaking dishes everywhere now yes i do not cook in the kitchen but still the what kitchen should be cleared off <laughs> Nothing <laughs> on the countertops. Uh, There's cabinets for a reason so things can put away. And no, I walked in this morning and there was like clean dishes all over the counter. I'm like, are these clean <laughs> or dirty? Like, what is happening? Stuff like that, I think, is what annoys me. Um, but anyways, it's just kind of funny how we've been able to, um, you know, be together so much um i mean it kind of brings still us back enjoy to, being together yeah and still be enjoy being together i think it kind of brings us back to maybe like our our first year of like when we were finishing up college before we came to dallas we spent a lot of time together it was instant yeah we instantly started spending way too much time together yeah. <laughs> well not too much time together but looking back about it if i if someone were to ask me how to do it the way we did it, I would be like, well, you know, you probably don't want to do it the way we did it because it's kind of, we kind of went through it fast, but, but I feel like we just started clicking so quick and we got to know each other and we were both very independent as well as caring for each other. So it wasn't that big of a deal for us. I I don't know. I might be different. I agree. I think it it just kind of was, it was natural. Like, I don't think we forced anything. I think we... You know, we were super excited to hang out. We were super excited to study together. Um, you know, and we would, we were always together after, as soon as we met, it clicked right away. So this is, it's just kind of. And it's just grown from there. No, for sure. It's grown from there. And again, we've had our rough patches. We're not perfect. We're definitely not this perfect couple who never, you know, screams mm-hmm. at each other and never. We don't really argues. scream at each other. No, we don't well, we, we other. do definitely have disagreements, but. It's like you were saying earlier that I feel like I've been trying to be better about understanding when you're upset or, you know, when something's bothering you. And, you know, I try to say, you know, what can I do to help or what's wrong? And, you know, for some people, they don't know what's wrong. They can't say, hey, this is what's bothering me. And there are times where I'm like that. Like, no, yeah. you're like, what do you want to eat? I'm like, I have no freaking idea what I want to eat <laughs> right now. And I know sometimes that, like, bothers you. And you're just, I, I could I could feel, I could sense you <laughs> earlier today just kind of like, okay, how do I not freak out on her? <laughs> I just did not know what I wanted to eat. Like, I just, do I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Do I well, want the chicken stir fry. Do I, what do I want? Yeah, you wow. know what's tough is whenever I'm gonna make dinner and you're like, oh, I don't know, what I, I don't care, whatever, make whatever. And then I make something and you look at it and you're like, nah, I don't want to eat that. And I'm like, oh my god, are you serious right now? I take off my apron and slam it on the floor. I'm like, man, I just I'm slaving over a hot stove over here. But nah, I mean that's just the way it is. You know, you just sometimes you just don't know what's bothering. Not just you know food wise, but. Sometimes you're just feeling sad for whatever reason or like not you, but like anyone, you know, anyone's just feeling sad and, you know, you can't really put your finger on it and I can't tell you, hey, this is why I'm feeling sad, you know, and you just got to be there for them and say, you know, is there anything I can do? And maybe, no, there's nothing you can do. And then like, okay, I'll sit here with you or I'll give you your space and I'll leave you alone for a little bit or I'll sit next to you for a little bit, whatever is going to make me feel better. And eventually it'll pass and, you know, you just got to be there for one another and, like I was saying earlier, just pick each other up when, you know, the other person's feeling down. It's not going to be happy all the time. And, you know, we spend a lot of time together and it's not always happy all the time. But 
we're here for the good and the bad. Yeah, but I think, too, um, there's no point in both of us being angry, you know, so... I never can stay angry anymore. Yeah. It's tough. And, I mean, just, you know, if if I ever feel like, you know, there's something bothering you, I try my best, okay, how do I make sure I'm positive to help you feel better and vice versa, you know? I just, when... One person is upset. It's not good for the other person to also that's be huge. upset. Yeah, that's huge. That because, you, you know, one person's upset and then it causes the other person to freak out on them and you're freaking out on them just because they're upset. Wait, that doesn't make sense. You're mad because I'm mad or you're mad because I'm sad or something. You know, that doesn't make sense. So you just, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to go back to um, our college days. So your mom asked in our little Instagram thing, you know, <laughs> about topics, right? So your mom asked um, for our topic. We could talk. Yeah, about. we put it out there. What, what do y'all want to hear us talk about? We got a couple of replies, but we'll, yeah. we'll work on on them. Yeah, but um, your mom asked, you know, how we met. So mm. there's you two want the versions. truth or you want yeah. these versions? <laughs> there's two versions to the story. So you go first. How All right. Or let so. me go. We were downtown, Austin, Texas. <laughs> Austin, Texas. It was the frat party. It was one of Odie frat party. And we were there, and you walked in with Mel. And I had known Shout Mel. Mel. I had known Mel forever, <laughs> but I had never met or seen you before, I don't think. And we're there, we're hanging out, and I was there with my two littles, um, Juliano and Jor. And I wanted a picture with him. And we we're all kind of kicking it. And I said, hey, can you take a picture of me and my littles? And I and I put my phone out to hand you my phone. This is where the story changes depending on who you ask. I, I put my phone out to hand, to hand Lily my phone to take the picture with. And she's like, no, I got it with my phone. And I was like, oh, okay. And so I posed with a picture. That picture is still on my Insta. You can go see it now from, you know, however when. <laughs> And then you took the picture, and I was like, well, you gotta, I need your number so you can text me the picture. That's how you got me. That's uh, how you okay. got me. Okay, no, 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 no. So everything else was true except for I reached for his phone and asked him, okay, give me your phone so I could take the picture. And he's like, oh, no, can you just take it with yours? And I was like, okay. So I took the picture with my phone, and then he's like, okay, can you text it to me now? So, <laughs> it's a bad no. ask. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's crazy, though, for me that it's just we, because I knew Jor, I knew Juliano, yeah. I knew Mel, and I mean, I was... And I hung out with them all the time. And he hung out with them all the time. I hung out with them all the time, but we actually, we didn't actually meet. And I was there for four years. You were there for... That was my third year. That was your third I, year. I, tra I transferred into UT. I went to community college first. Yeah. So I think... So you went started in 2010? Uh, uh, UT, I got there fall 2010. Yeah. So we literally went three years of having mutual friends mm -hmm. and we did not bump into each nope. other. Nope. We never had a conversation. We were probably at the same, same parties. Same same parties. Yeah, never but we never interacted. I don't even think I ever was in a group where we were having nothing until nothing. this night. How? How, did it, How did it happen? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. And then, again, we've been inseparable since. Yeah, and that's how we met and... You know, we were both seniors, and we were, it was our last semesters. We were both. It was we met like in December, and we were both graduating in May, and we just got to know each other more. And 
you know, I think what made us click so much is that you had your passions and you, you already had a job lined up. You had your goals and stuff. And I was still kind of trying to figure things out. I didn't know where I was going to be working. And, but even though we didn't, we had all those unknowns, it was never like, you need to come here where I go, or I need to go here where you go. I mean, we were just like, you know, you take care of your career. I'll take care of my career. It just so happened we both ended up in Dallas. Yeah. It was so funny, though, because I had already had my job lined up in Dallas. And, you know, I told, I, I definitely encouraged you to come to Dallas. Obviously, <laughs> long distance was going to be really difficult. Long distance would have been impossible. Um, So I definitely encouraged you to come to Dallas. And I remember you telling me, you're like, ugh, Dallas? I don't want to go to Dallas. Let's I, go to Houston. Yeah, And I was facts, like, ugh, facts. no, I don't want to go to Houston. Facts. So then finally, I think I told you, you got an offer from a job here in Dallas. And then I think I told you, I was like, okay, how about let's do this? I was like, just come to Dallas. We'll see how it is. We'll see how everything, if you like it, and then we'll go from there. And you're like, okay, we'll live in Dallas for two years, and then we're going to move to Houston after yep, that. Yep, that was my plan. And then I was like, okay, sure, sure. Just come on over. Let's go. So then seven, what, almost seven years later? I fucking love Dallas, <laughs> and I will never move to Houston ever if you paid me. So <laughs> You have to that. pay me, like, CEO money to move to Houston. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, so whenever I graduated, I got accepted to this summer health uh, information technology program there at UT and then you were already you were done with school but you weren't starting your job until like July so you had about six weeks between where you were still there in Austin with me and I started the summer program and basically it was an intense six-week program and they were supposed to teach you all this you know health IT skills and help you get a job at the end well at the end of the program we had people, um, several different companies come in and they were from Austin, from Houston. And there was only one company from Dallas that came in. And we even had companies from Florida come in and other, a few other out of town places. And so I, we, we interviewed, you know, everyone got to interview with everyone. And I actually had an offer from Florida to go to Tampa, Tampa Bay, Florida. And I actually ended up getting an offer to Dallas and you know that's just crazy how it worked out that so oh yeah so the company gave me an offer that come to dallas the company that gave me the offer they interviewed like 50 uh 50 people in the program my me plus 49 other people and they handed out one job offer and it was to me and so man that's crazy how things work and so i i i took the offer on like a thursday I drove up that weekend, we looked at an apartment and signed on it, and then that following Monday, I packed up my shit in a U-Haul and drove my truck to Dallas. Isn't and that crazy? That was like my first time really even being in Dallas yeah. in my life, and I fucking moved there to <laughs> work and stuff. To be with me. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that was my plan, fam. I was like, we're going to be here for two fucking years. I don't want to fucking be in Dallas. We're going to be here for two years. I'm moving to Houston. I grew up going to Houston my whole life and it's you know an hour and a half from Dye Ball and I was so used to the city and man I just I just fell in love with Dallas there's lots to do here I really like Dallas too it's not a... just lots to do but just the vibes here I mean it's different everywhere you go you know some places you know it's not a good vibe and there's some people obviously there's not a good vibe around but that's anywhere any city but yeah I, I loved it here and we were in an apartment for one year and then we moved to another apartment 
And then when we were getting towards the end of that apartment, we both, you had just recently started your current job and I started my new job too. Yeah, I just started uh, my second job too. And so we both recently started new jobs and we're like, hey, we both just started new jobs. We're obviously going to be in Dallas for a while now. And that's when we decided to buy the house, mm -hmm. our first house. And then sold that recently, which with all this craziness going on. Man, we got so time. lucky. We sold that last year. Yeah. And then now we're in a rental waiting for our second house to be built. Yeah. I mean, just going off that. So when we sold our house, we were, we start we rented a house, which we're in now. And Lily and I really didn't know what we were going to do. We were seriously, seriously considering moving out of the state. Yeah. Oh, out of Texas. So bad. Yeah, and so we were looking at a few cities, um, particularly where her company had an office and where my company had an office, you know, that way we could just transfer offices technically. Um, and so we were thinking and we were look, we were pretty set on D.C. D.C. was kind of, you literally went to go look at apartments there and price them out and you video chatted me and our FaceTiming and everything and we were looking at apartments there, but at the end of the day, you know, my job wasn't really ready for me to, they they weren't ready for me to go um so we had to stay here in dallas and then so that's kind of that was my compromise so my comp as soon as lando told me that you know we weren't going to be able to move to another city i'm not gonna lie i was really upset so going back to emotions and frustrations <laughs> um i was pretty upset i was so it was hard to tell you that yeah it was something i've been wanting to do for a long time is just go somewhere different live somewhere different um, so it was just kind of a compromise at that point. So then, I mean, we were already in this rental house, so we started like looking at houses on Zillow and stuff like that. And then out of nowhere, um, you know, we saw these townhouses and we went to go like the townhouses and then we saw... Well, I didn't know there were townhouses. When I said, let's go look at these new builds, I thought there were houses. Yeah. Anyways, but it turned into, okay, fine. If I'm staying here in Dallas, mm. we are buying a brand new house. Oh, so. Wow. Now we're building and we're super excited. But anyways, that'll be something completely different we can go into. Yeah. So, but no, it's been, like I said, a whirlwind of emotions these past few weeks. But I think through it all, we just have to stay positive, try and think of the good times, what's the good that's to come also, and, you know, just know that it could be a lot harder than it is. Yeah. If you woke up in a bed... With a roof over your head and running hot water and food and toilet paper, then you are one of the lucky ones, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think we're we're um, all good. But um, I think again, I, it, I'm happy. I'm blessed. I'm excited for what's to come in, you know, I guess these, these next few weeks, maybe months, who knows. Just got to hang in there and, you know, keep in touch some way, somehow, and, you know, help each other out, motivate each other, and, you know, get through this together. Yeah. You can always reach out to me, fam. I love talking to people or answering questions about whatever, or just talking. I, mean, I don't know. I just like talking to people, catching up. I don't want people to feel, they can ask me anything. People usually randomly ask me about like, like health stuff or food or working out or whatever. And I love answering those questions. But then also too, I'll get random questions about traveling here or what camera to use there or 
you know, house stuff, whatever. I mean, I'm a, I feel, I'm an open book. I will be honest with you about anything you ask me. I mean, unless you ask me something personal, that's none of your business, obviously. But um, yeah, if you ask me about how I did something or how we do something or how we plan on whatever, I, I'll tell you. I don't. I don't want. I I like to put information out there just so you can learn from whatever it is that we've learned from. Yeah. So. All right, fam. Right, wrapping this up. Stay safe. Stay indoors. Gonna go eat my. Banana pudding now. Oh, yeah. Next episode, we will tell you how delicious this banana pudding was. <laughs> I already know it. I can smell it. It's going to be good. All right. All right, fam. Have a great Stay night, Stay safe. Y'all.